set away from the French Open semis. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare workers out there. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Make it a reality. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card up to $100. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida healthcare workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We welcome you into a Monday, a Tuesday edition. Of, I didn't do a show yesterday. So anyway, Tuesday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Zach going to produce the program today. There's a lot going on today uh, in no particular order. Supers are now set in college baseball. The SEC is guaranteed at least two teams in the College World Series because Kentucky, LSU, Florida, South Carolina. So somebody has to go, right? How about Kentucky? You know what? I, I get it. And it's going to sound like I'm ripping fans here, and I'm not really, but I've been to that place. So they, I mean, look, everybody loves a winner. That place was packed yesterday. Give, give Kentucky fans credit, but there hadn't been that many people in that ballpark in forever. But man, the bandwagon gets big when you win. How about Tennessee? Tennessee is going to host. A super now. They've, it's just been an odd year. And, of course, uh, Florida coming back and getting to the Supers for the first time in a while. And now a rematch with South Carolina coming up. South Carolina baseball coach Mark Kingston 
uh, will join us live uh, in about uh, an hour and a half, about 1.30. So there you go. Also today, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus will talk to us about uh, NFL uh, training camps, uh, the OTAs coming up. And uh, Mark Etheridge, D1 Baseball, will talk the Super Regionals. How about the PGA Tour and Live Golf to unify? In a way, it's not surprising, but in a way it is. There was so much vitriol between the two organizations, lawsuits flying back and forth. And today, this blockbuster announcement, it ends all pending litigation between the two. They're going to have a team concept now. So I guess this is good for the game of golf. We'll see, but I think it is. Women's College World Series, Florida State, Oklahoma, a rematch of the 2021 finals. Can Florida State beat Oklahoma? Oklahoma, I believe, would be the first school with a three-peat since UCLA did it like way back when. So we'll see what happens there. Time for you to call in today. Your thoughts on Baylor. By the way, I went over yesterday and uh, went to the game particularly to see uh, what the crowd would be like, and it was pretty good considering time of day and all of that. Uh, And Friday night, 6 o'clock, Saturday at 3. That's what's going to be happening here with baseball. All right, let's hear from you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Let me also say, I understand that when you do a show like this, you react, I react, we react to things that day. It's hard to look ahead. But how about the Gator pitching? Start of the year, what did we think? Right? First few games, bullpen wasn't very good. I preached patience. How about Ryan Slater yesterday? I mean, they're they're playing pretty well. You're going to say they lost. Well, okay. Not many teams swept in a regional. I mean, Arkansas is not in a regional in a super today. Vanderbilt's not in a super today. <clears throat> so, and and look, I understand it's not easy if you're South Carolina. You know, they swept Florida, and everything went right for them in that series. And I'm not saying they didn't deserve to win. They did. But it's tough to do twice, especially on the road. We'll see what happens. Um. Steven says, you like the way the regionals are set up. Would you change anything? No, I wouldn't change anything. William says, I was happy to see Florida pull it out because if they didn't, next year would have been a miserable uh, experience from a talk show perspective. In 2024, it wouldn't have mattered if Florida was 30-0 and in conference. All the talk would be, let's see if they choke in the postseason. Uh, for today, he says he would move Curlin back down in the order Similar to how he did it earlier in the season, let Langford lead off. Curlin wasn't particularly effective, which hurt the offense. 
Who is your third outfielder this weekend? I think it depends how that's going to work, like it kind of did in the uh, regionals, lefty, righty, etc. I assume Sully sticks with Halter from this point forward. I would think so. Yes, I would think so. Uh, Stewart says uh, a Texas Tech loss twice was sweet. My best friend is a Texas Tech fan. A lot of accolades for a great group of players. Kate Fisher's my hero. How about that start by that kid? Uh, what he did was amazing. His outing set the tone for yesterday. Mindset's everything. A lot better offense, no doubt. Pitching great. Kudos to Sully. Uh, okay. Let's bring James on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. James, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the news of the day, I guess, so far. Is it Live Golf and PGA? I mean, I know details are still coming out, but uh, who do you think won? You know, if this was a uh, bargaining, who do you think won right in this? Whew, um, probably Live, <clears throat> from the standpoint of the PGA was the, was the already established entity, right? And Liv was the, the new kid on the block, even though it had all that, mon- that Saudi money behind it. So I, I think Liv sort of wins here because they're going to unify now. now. I don't know how, what the umbrella is going to be. I don't know if it's going to still be the PGA, you know, all of that. But I, I think just from what we know now, Live wins. Yeah, I know. The interesting. Uh, I mean, you know, I try to watch a couple live events. Unfortunately, on uh, on my television provider, it actually was it would come in in standard definition and not HD. But um, you know, I think uh, the atmosphere it, it's similar to the um, waste management open, right? You know, the, the 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 hole, the par three hole, and they try to do that at a lot of the uh, the. Okay, James, uh, your phone didn't win out. Uh, and by the way, I, I, I didn't misspeak. Tennessee's not hosting Southern Misses, I think. So um, <clears throat> correct myself and, a, and an emailer who corrected me, so thank you for that. Um, all right, let's get some more calls here, 392-8255. You can email uh, askrussell at wruf.com. Uh, Ryan says, congrats to the Gators. Uh I shudder to ask this question. If Florida would have lost here, how much would next year have meant in terms of Sully's job? Zero. Zero. But look, I get it, right? When you establish something here, then you have to look at what that does. Certainly, the expectation is there, but now don't have to worry about that anymore. Daryl, glad to see BT and Josh come out of their slump. I have confidence we can win the Super Regional, and the pitching is good past the starters. Yeah, I mean, I think the pitching did really well. Really well. Um, by the way, if you can't make it to the ballpark, uh, you can listen to the game here, obviously. And both uh, games Friday, Saturday will be on ESPN2. And they've not uh, 
come up with a time for Sunday, and that, of course, if a game three is needed. We will see. Twelve twelve time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We're going to switch topics for a minute. We're going to talk with Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus, a little NFL talk, OTAs, et cetera, mini camps, all that. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Kevin Martinez. Gator Baseball took a huge win on Sunday to advance to the Super Regionals that begin on Friday, where the Gators will host South Carolina three-game series. The Gamecocks have the Gators' number after sweeping them in the regular season. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays have to take on the Minnesota Twins tonight to start their three-game series. The Rays are coming into the game with a 43-19 record. Coverage for that game will be right here at 6 p.m. In shocking news, the PGA and rival company Live Golf have agreed to merge. Live Golf is backed by Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. And lastly, the Gators track and field have their outdoor championship tomorrow in Austin, Texas. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Roadiever Boys Ranch in Palatka has been doing fantastic work helping young boys from troubled homes get their lives straightened out. Sometimes these kids come from very difficult home environments, and they do it through your donations of unused or unwanted vehicles of just about any kind, a boat, an RV, car, whatever, motorcycle, whatever it might be, they help turn these kids' lives around because they take these vehicles, they repair them, then they resell them. They teach them real-life skill. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax-deductible. It helps a terrific cause. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. At Radiant Credit Union, we know life can get crazy. Mom, the toilet's clogged. <sighs> and when you decide it's time to go on a much-needed vacation, Radiant Credit Union can simplify things with a fast and easy vacation loan. There's no better way to refresh and renew your energy than a nice, long getaway. And Radiant Credit Union can help you get there. So, if you want to go from this to this, visit RadiantCU.org vacation and get started today. Federally insured by NCUA. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Introducing multi-gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Limited availability in select areas. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. 
I realize the complexities of the human body and its ability to heal itself. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog talking about regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. It's a very well thought out process and they use it in all the professional teams around the world. Regenerative medicine uses healing agents from your own body like your blood or bone marrow, highly concentrated and delivered right to the achy joint. By putting it in the spot where it can't normally get to, you can facilitate healing. At QC Kinetics, they are the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine. Lasting pain relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. People are very happy to have an opportunity to get better without going through the entirety of a medical procedure. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. Learn more about regenerative options that could help you get your life back. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We'll continue talking college baseball. Don't forget South Carolina coach Mark Kingston live with us at 1.30. Now we're going to talk NFL because NFL minicamps opening up all over the place, and pro football focus is Brad Spielberger, who covers the NFL, now joins us. Brad, you know, I I got an email uh, from a gentleman named Jack, and he said, I'm going to ask, have you asked Brad the stupidest question he'll get all day? (laughs) And he said, here it is. I watch the NFL and have for years, but what exactly do teams try to accomplish in these minicamps? That's not actually a stupid question, so I'll throw it out for him. No, I don't think it's a stupid question at all. I mean, I do think we maybe can overreact to these videos and clips of certain passes against air with guys in shorts and all those things, but (laughs) I think it it can be underestimated a bit how much rhythm and timing and chemistry can truly be developed between quarterbacks and, of course, their wide receivers on the defensive side of the football you know, just, just knowing where your teammates are and spacing and where your guys are going to play, maybe what routes they might tend to jump in certain coverages. So, you know, football really is. There's all these cliches about, you know, 11 guys working together. It's a weak link sport where if one person messes up a play, it might not matter if the other 10 players are perfect in their assignment. That can be all it takes for the opposition to accomplish their goal, well, you know, whether that's, you know, moving the ball forward or the defense getting a stop. So the biggest thing I think is just, getting acclimated with your teammates, and just getting a feel for what they like to do in given situations. Um, We have yet another player, a guy from the Colts, being investigated for possible gambling violations, and this seems to be rearing its ugly head. Brad, is this a problem for the league? I think this one is going to be a potentially like multi-year suspension. I won't go so far as to say banished forever, but for Calvin Ridley to get a full year, when it, it turns out there were a couple bets, I believe none were on the Atlanta Falcons themselves, um, you know, and he was the first player that they tried to make him the example and say, you know, scare players away from doing this. But now evidence of a player that was betting on the team he was on. We don't know if that was, you know, for them to win, a la Pete Rose, or, or if he was truly, you know, betting against his own team, which would be probably the worst thing you could, you could have happen. But 
I think they're going to give such stringent punishments. And I do think even some guys, you know, Calvin Ridley is different, but I think guys that come back into the league after suspensions that aren't great players, teams might just not sign them, right? And, and kind of send one of those, those subtle messages. And, and sure, you could argue it's collusion or whatever, um, you know, but if you're a fringe roster guy, just say, hey, you know what? We don't trust him as a person. We don't want to deal with the, the backlash, the, the whatever. I think the NFL is going to come down so hard. They're going to try to scare this away. But, yeah, I mean, I, I guess maybe it is, you know, going to be a persistent problem. The last piece I'll say is I think some people might then naturally go to legalizing sports gambling was a bad idea because now we're here. My counter would be because of these apps that have tracking ability and they can track when a player is in a building and IP addresses and all these things, for all we know, and I'm not being a conspiracy theorist, but for all we know, this was happening and we couldn't figure it out because it was offshore betting and, and, and you know, backdoor dealings, and now it's getting brought to light. So I think long-term, it, it might have a benefit uh, for the league and, and for the integrity of the sport. Hmm. Let me go to <clears throat> the most important position, arguably, in sports. That's the quarterback. With uh, several teams having... I don't want to say quarterback issues, but, you know, who might start? Let me, let me start with the commanders because a former Gator, Jacoby Brissett, is now there. Is this Howell's job to lose, or can Brissett win it in camp? That's a great question. I, everything they've said certainly presents that it is Howell's job to lose. They want to give him the opportunity to step in there and play at a pretty high level, which would then give them this extremely cheap rookie quarterback contract. I think he is a unique situation where, yes, he fell to the fifth round, and you know, but the year before that, or coming into his final college season, he was a guy you saw going first overall in mock drafts. So, you know, I think he is a little bit different. Where maybe they're saying growth is not linear. Sure, his final college season wasn't great, or he fell for whatever reason. But we do think he has the talent to be a starting quarterback in this league. And if we can get that play out of him, you know, then it helps that you already have one of the most expensive defenses. You can do things like that. Pay your receivers, pay your defense, maybe add some offensive line talent and have just a phenomenal roster besides him and kind of go against the grain of what teams are doing right now. Um, but, you know, long answer short, Jacoby Brissett is one of the best backups in the NFL, arguably the best backup in the NFL if he does stay as the backup. So maybe he does get the job, but his leash is not too long because this team needs to be, you know, relatively competitive uh, in 2023. Is there any doubt Bryce Young will be the starter day one for Carolina? I really don't think so. I know they're also trying to say that Andy Dalton, you know, it's his job to lose. And I know both guys are getting first-team reps right now. I just don't see it. You know, you, know, you make this massive investment trade up for him. You do have a pretty solid offensive line. I think the weapons are, are fairly poor. But you at least tried to address that in free agency and the draft. And for me, for Bryce Young, I mean, part of the appeal is you know, multi-year college starter, his pocket awareness and ability, and his you know his understanding of coverages and opposing defenses is one of his defining traits. You know, I know someone in that building called him a genius after they met him at the combine. I think he's one of the smartest prospects to ever come out of college. That's a guy you want playing right away. Let him get some more reps, see the NFL game, see the NFL speed. Um, I just think you're kind of wasting everyone's time if you start Andy Dalton. Um, but maybe he does get a couple weeks to start out the year. Last two things for you, Brad. Um, they're, they're breaking ground on a new stadium in Buffalo, and I think, you know, I've been at that place, and it, it, need, it needed a facelift or anything else. But if they didn't get that done, you know, Buffalo's not a huge market, but it's been, been there since the AFL. 
would would there have been a chance that franchise would have gone? It's a, it's a fair question. It really is. And I do think the upturn and, and having Josh Allen and being a super competitive team now does help. They've always had a passionate fan base, but you know sometimes it doesn't necessarily turn into great gate revenue and, and all these things from a local market standpoint. Obviously, TV money and all that matters a whole lot more anyway. Um, but no, I, I think it is a fair question. These, these franchises are more than willing to shop around. I think you're seeing it in Jacksonville a little bit. Are they teasing going to Europe or, or you know, trying to move somewhere else if, if Florida does not give public funds? I doubt the Chicago Bears will ever leave the state of Illinois, but they're also now kind of battling between a couple different towns, and they're trying to get public funding. That was the big final piece, that New York is giving a lot of money uh, you know, public money for for this Bills stadium, which I think is a bit unfortunate, but but that's always going to keep us keep a team around because uh, that's what these owners are really looking for. Is you, you know you you publicize spending and you privatize profit. Last thing, I'm going to go back to the question I asked about Bryce Young, but throw Anthony Richardson, obviously his name here. When you draft somebody that high, it's no guarantee they'll be a day one starter. But I can't imagine a scenario where he doesn't start at some point in the year. Do you agree with that? I do. I do. I'm not sure it'll be week one, but I do think there's no reason he shouldn't start by you know week eight at the absolute latest. Again, Gardner Minshew is a legit backup quarterback. I also think it's meaningful that he wasn't just some holdover from the prior regime, but the new head coach and Shane Steichen you know, recruited Minshew from Philadelphia, where they were last year together, and said, come on over with me to Indianapolis and you'll be the bridge quarterback to the future. I mean, he didn't say the last part, but I'm sure Minshew you know, knew he wasn't going to be given the reins and, and have no competition. So I do. I think he could start for a month. I will say, I, I've probably said on this show before, I don't think Richardson is this massive project like some people have said, but I still could see, you know, hey, look, you, you had one year starting in college. Let's let you be a backup and just learn the NFL game, adjust to life in the NFL, um, and maybe after you know four, six weeks, whatever, then we'll hand over the team to you. Okay. As always, Brad, where can people see your work? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad, and everything I post right now is coming out on PFF.com. I have an article today about potential post-June 1 moves that could happen across the NFL. You know, Miami Dolphins, certainly relevant there. Uh, and then more and more content coming out as, as news comes in across the rest of the NFL for the rest of the offseason. Appreciate your time, Brad. Thanks, bud. Thank you. You got it. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus. Tomorrow, Max Chadwick will join us, and he will talk a little college football. 1226, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. We will open the phone lines back up for you, ESPN 90. Oh, wait a minute. We're going to get our next guest, I think, on first. We are going to talk with... Um, Mark Etheridge from D1 Baseball about these Super Regionals. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us. Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. 
but there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward, and that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan. And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200 or guardingyournestag.com. Non-private wealth LLC investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or a license number D056341. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. June is National Ocean Month, so it's a great month to help protect marine wildlife wherever you are. Remember to always cut up plastic six-pack rings. Better yet, reduce your use of disposable plastic altogether so that it doesn't end up in local waterways or the ocean. And look to participate in a local beach, river, or park cleanup. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. High pressure builds overhead today. That means lots of sunshine throughout the afternoon and into the evening. And temperatures warming on up. Highs today in the upper 80s and lower 90s with a very isolated chance for a stray afternoon shower or thunderstorm. Tonight, partly cloudy skies becoming more humid tomorrow morning. Lows near 70. Highs tomorrow afternoon in the upper 80s with scattered afternoon storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. In one hour, South Carolina baseball coach Mark Kingston will join us live as South Carolina comes to town here for the Super Regional this weekend. Mark Etheridge, though, is here right now. He writes for D1 Baseball. He's been kind enough to join us the last couple of weeks 
as the regular season, the tournaments, and all that have wound down. Mark, welcome back. Uh, anything surprise you about the results from the regionals? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vanderbilt, that to me was the biggest surprise. He played so well in Hoover, they won the, won the tournament, man. And then go one and two with the only win over a four seed. That just that really wasn't what I expected, especially the way they lost to, to Xavier. You could see losing to Oregon. Oregon was hot. They won the Pac-12 tournament and came in on a hot streak. That was a close game. Could have gone either way, eight to seven. And then they lose a two to one game to 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 Xavier. That's just you know Vanderbilt's not a team with a lot of individual stars, especially offensively. But um, but they've been able to scratch through runs and they've had a pretty deep lineup and. You know, holding them to one run in an elimination game, one, you tip your cap to Xavier, but but the other part of that was uh, just, you know, th- this was a team with all these goals and and to, to go out with a pair of one-run losses that quickly was, was shocking to me. Um, Arkansas had a lot of injuries that they overcame this year, but that su- the, the way they were beaten surprised me a little bit. Did it you? Yeah, it did, and I think – Part of that was was give credit to TCU. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I think they've only lost two games since May and, and the May and June. So I mean, just really on a hot hot streak. But yeah, when Hagen Smith didn't have it for that Sunday winners bracket game, uh, th- that was it because their margin for error is so small with really good good uh, frontline pitching, but not a lot of depth. And when he didn't give them what they needed, I think he gave up eight runs in an inning. Um, it, it was over, right? They just didn't have enough pitching to call back. You, you would need someone to just step up I kind of out of nowhere, uh, kind of like what happened in Gainesville, honestly, yeah. to, to, to alleviate some of the load that, that's expected, and they just didn't get it. Uh, South Carolina and Florida here intrigues me in a lot of ways uh, because, look, Carolina swept Florida early in the year. They made, you know, some would say an unexpected run in their regional, but to come here, you know, is a different, you know, can of worms. What do you make of this super? Yeah, well, South Carolina, in midseason, they were playing as well as anyone. And they, they, they had some injuries and, and just some guys that just kind of went into, went into slumps. And as a result, they really tanked at the end of the year. They, they were not the same team. And even at Hoover, you know, I, I, got a, I saw them three times up there and, they just kind of they looked okay. They certainly didn't look like a team that was going to roll through a regional, and that's exactly what they did. I mean, it, Campbell was the vote pick to win that regional. Mm-hmm. South Carolina was an underdog in their home regional, and boy did they flex. I mean, it, they, they looked great. They they got some guys back who've been injured, especially offensively, and then Will Sanders, who who's their their ace for most of the years, he's out. He's been out what three weeks came back and looked great in relief, and maybe they found something there. Uh, so, yeah, really good-looking club going into Gainesville. And obviously, you know, they had a lot of success against Florida and Columbia. They, they had a sweep earlier. I know the teams are different now, but uh, and certainly the venue will be. But, but that's an exciting regional. Probably one of them, you know, they, those are two teams I would pick to go to Omaha if they had different <laughs> you know, because they weren't playing each other. Yeah. Right. Because I, I think they would, each of those teams would have a lot of success in, in some of the other, some of the other pairings. Well, you just kind of uh, presaged my next question. What do you make of Florida here and the chances for them to get past Carolina and get to Omaha? 
Yeah, um, I think I think the key for Florida is they have to continue to get good starts, and you know they they've had some of that right, and and that's been the probably the most confusing part of this team is the most talented rotation in the country, and um, you know some days they look like it, and some days they're just they're just okay, and, and I think that's going to be the key going, going forward because I mean Southern Miss can really hit, so you're going to need to get a you know, you're going to need to get good starts and you're going to need to go deep in the game. The, the the flip side of that is Florida found some things. I mean, remember back mid-season when everyone was worried about pitching depth and mm-hmm. midweek pitching and, you know, blowing games at the end? And I, I don't think anybody's talking about that anymore because you look at what Fisher did, you look at what Slater's done, Neely at the end of the game, Abner. I mean, there's some real dudes out there. And, and, and those are not your key guys. So maybe – Maybe if you don't get the, the the start you're looking for, you do have some alternatives where maybe maybe a month a month ago we wouldn't have thought that. I think the other thing to point out is, you know, that offense is is so strong, um, especially if if you get a day where the wind's blowing out, uh, warm warm weather, those kinds of things. You catch a day where it's kind of blowing in, like it was with that opener against uh, Florida A and M. And I don't know, you know, how well Florida is going to score, you know, because there's they're very home run dependent. They can score other ways, but boy, they're really good when when they can hit the ball out of the park. And I think checking the weather forecast might might be one of the keys to the series. Mark Etheridge joining us here from D1 Baseball, talking about the supers that are coming up. Um, I don't know the answer to this, Mark, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, but maybe you know the answer to this. Indiana State can't host because of an event that's happening and they have to travel now for a super. Is there no other venue they could go to? Can they not go to Indianapolis? I mean, it, 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 do you have to host on campus? Do you know the answer to that? No, they they could have hosted uh, somewhere else. It, you still have to staff it, and, and that's that was their concern. They had Special Olympics that they've hosted for like three decades the same week every year. So it's it's hard to tell the Special Olympics no we, we we can't handle can't handle you this weekend when we've done it forever. So you have to find other accommodations, you have to find other staffing, and they just felt like that was too much. And you understand, I mean, this is this is a this is Indiana State's not a program that's used to hosting regionals, much less super regionals. So that wasn't on their radar until recently, and they just couldn't get it pulled off. Uh, all right, last thing for you. Uh, the SEC is certainly well represented. You know, Tennessee has been an odd group the last couple of years. I mean, what they did, you know, last year, and, you know, I, I think we talked about this. If their arms got hot in a regional, well, here they go to a super. Are you surprised by that? No, I'm not. I, I, I was surprised when they got that draw to face Clemson because I, I really expected Clemson, they, they were just so hot, that they were just going to keep rolling. And wasn't that an epic game, that 14-inning yes. bracket game Saturday? That, that was the best game, of, best game of the year, considering the stakes. Um, in, incredible theater. Had a little bit of everything. And, and they have to be feeling really confident. One of the things, this is not last year's Tennessee team, okay? That team was full of bravado and, and pro- professional players. And there's still still some of that, but not as talented. They're certainly not as experienced, and they don't have the swagger that last year's team did. But they're being compared to them. And wouldn't it be something if after not 
you know, not uh, matching last year's team if they, they went a step further than last year's team did and actually finished the deal and got to Omaha where last year's team lost in the Supers. Yeah. Gonna be, and then I, I want to – Kentucky, I'm watching the end of that. I keep thinking Kentucky's going to falter here someplace, but they pitched well. Yeah. Were you surprised they advanced? I don't know if surprised is the right word, um, I, but they pitched it so well. Yes. Mason Moore out of the bullpen had two different five-inning shutout stints to close games. I mean, think about that. He enters in the fifth inning, and he finishes it, and no one scores on him. He did that twice. Yeah. Um, just just an, just an incredible, legendary kind of performance to win a regional. Um, and they're a little bit different club than they were earlier in the, in the year. Austin Strickland was – pitching out of the pen for them, and he's moved into the rotation and been really good. He had six shutout innings in his start. So they're different than, the, than when they went to LSU earlier in the year, um, and I think they match up better. Um, they're a club that's they're going to try to put the bat on the ball. They're going to play small ball. Um, they're not big free swingers. So that's going to give, if anybody's going to give Paul Skeens trouble, it would be a team that's not trying to hit every ball out of the park. And I think you know, you're just not going to do that against him. You might get him once or twice, but over the course of the game, he's going to punch you out you know, 14 times. So that, to me, is a really fascinating matchup because you got a team like LSU who, from a pitching standpoint, was good enough, and, and that's kind of where they need to be with that offense because they, they swing it so well. If they can just get you know, decent pitching and not walk, walk a full neighborhood, then, then their team – that, that should beat Kentucky. If they give Kentucky breaks and they don't pitch as well, then that's going to be a really intriguing matchup. As always, well, I'll end with asking more if people can see your work. Yeah, D1 Baseball. We'll have people with – we're trying to work out the schedules now for most of the Super Regionals. It uh, looks like I'm going to Hattiesburg so, uh, to see Southern Miss and Tennessee, which should be a great scene. Uh, that'll be a yeah, – they really support the, the team. There'll be a crazy atmosphere. And then, uh, you know, through the off season, we'll we'll continue to follow the transfer portal. We'll have coaching news. We'll have looking ahead to what rosters look like for next year. Just so so many things. It never stops, does it? No. We'll sure. continue to do uh, throughout the off season. Okay. Thank you for your time, Mark. Appreciate you doing it. Yep. Take care. Mark Etheridge, D1 Baseball, outlining the Super Regionals. Let's go to our. Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Jonathan is there. Jonathan, hello. This is John, actually. Oh, okay. I had a Jonathan on my phone. Sorry. That's all right. I am a Jonathan, but I don't go by that name. But anyway, Steve, uh, great weekend. I went to yesterday's game, obviously against UConn. I didn't stay for the whole day, but and then I went to yesterday's. But, you know, just obviously important games. But and what, a, what a performance by Waldrop yesterday. Just 12 strikeouts. I mean, he set the tone. I mean, obviously, we don't get out of that game. We're not. We're not playing for anything. Well, we yesterday was be... not Waldrop. It was. It was Slater yesterday. No, I'm talking about Sunday. I mean, okay. I'm well, you said Sunday. yesterday. That's why I'm just trying. I meant. I meant. I meant I'm sorry. I meant Sunday. I was. You know, but his 12 strikeouts on Sunday was was epic. So that we don't get out of that. I mean, we're not. We're not playing on Sunday night, and obviously, we're we're done. But I mean, ask you a real question. Question if. If Texas Tech somehow would have won, are they going to South Carolina for the Super Regional? Uh, I'd have to think on that. Um, no, 
Carolina would have gone because they Carolina would have hosted. I believe I'm right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They would have gone to South Carolina. Yes, I believe I'm right. Yes, Yes. I got you. Well, I just want to say this, Steve. I said I I love when you and Jeff do games, and I and I enjoy Sean, but you you and Jeff do a bit. I think you do a better job. Maybe I'm just more partial because you guys have been doing it so long. You guys mesh really good. And I, and I want to say, Sean does a really good job, but I just I, I wish you were doing games with, with Jeff because it just seems like you mesh really well. You guys give me the, the insights of what's going on in the game, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it because you're, that you host the show, but uh, I'm not saying any ills against Sean, but I'm just saying it's like I, I like you and you and Jeff better. So that's that's all I got to say about that. Well, John, I appreciate you saying that. Um, I, I, in all truthfulness and candor, it's killing me that I'm not I doing, doing, you know, the postseason, but that's how it is. Um, I mean, are you are you just on a contract basis? How's that going? No, um, I don't want to get into all the yeah, right, details, I but I mean, you at the beginning of the year, <clears throat> you are basically told you're given a schedule of right. you know the games that you are scheduled to do, and I was told at the beginning of the year that I would not be doing postseason this year, so I knew that. Um, but you don't think about that when you're doing, you know, a bunch of regular season games and all of a sudden the postseason rolls around, you're not doing it. But that, but I was told that. I got you, man. Well, uh, stay safe, man. Uh, I'll watch you later, man. Okay. Thank you for your call. Uh, get Fran here very quickly. Hi, Fran. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. Thank you. I'm just calling in regard to what the uh, preceding caller was calling about. You and Jeff are far better than Sean and Jeff. Um, I found listening this weekend that there were a lot of mistakes that were made by Sean that you wouldn't have made. Well, I, I mean, I appreciate the sentiment. I, I, I don't want to, you know, get in the middle of that. Um, those guys, you know, do great, and they, they do their work. And, you know, uh, I, but I, I, appreciate, I, mean, I appreciate you saying that. I just don't, you know, it, it would it be just, wrong of it, me to comment. Yes, I understand that, but it's just even uh, during the season, it's you and Jeff together are better than you and anybody, and Jeff and anybody else. Okay, I appreciate you saying that, friend. Well, it's true, and I've listened all the season. I listened to you your after point show during football season, and I have for so many years. It's unbelievable. I thank you for that. Thanks. Okay. And keep okay. doing the good work. Thank you, ma'am. All right. 1246, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kevin Martinez. In shocking news, the PGA and rival company Live Golf have agreed to merge. Live Golf is backed by Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, and the deal will hope to promote growing the sport more globally in a positive and impactful way. Gators baseball took a huge win on Sunday to advance to the Super Regionals that begin on Friday, where the Gators will host South Carolina after the Gamecocks swept the Gators during the regular season. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Minnesota Twins tonight to start their three-game series. The Rays will have Zach Eflin on the mound tonight. Coverage for that game will be right here at 6 p.m. And lastly, the Gators track and field have their outdoor championship tomorrow in Austin, Texas. 
That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The good people at Southeast Car Agency, the Cousins family at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville has been running that business for 40-plus successful years. And from day one, opening their doors, what they have done is given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They understand that the purchase of a vehicle is something you take great pride in and great care in because you want that vehicle to last you a long time. And heck, you want to like the vehicle you're in. They understand that. When you go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue, they let you test drive the vehicles. They let you walk down the lot and inspect them for yourself because they know that you want to have the widest variety and selection to choose from. Their sales staff's always there to help, but they never hard sell you. And remember, when you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Meldon Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Again, that's MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law, we won't back down. Quick, the quicker picker upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than your Bounty, the quicker picker upper. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you roll Charmin, I'm just Ultrasoft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM. 8.50 a.m. WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And uh, let's give possible props to Gator men's basketball because there is a transfer guard who has Florida and LSU as his top two choices. And if Florida gets him, I think they would be the only school to have three transfers in the top 60. So that's pretty good if they can get him. Let's get uh, Jack on the program. Hi, Jack. Hey, Steve. You know, uh, again, uh, it's a different Steve Russell on baseball than it is on uh, the after, after football games because you're dealing with a bunch of drunk 
WWE Gator fan, so uh, hats off to you for keeping your cool. But, you know, I, I think that you and you and Jeff are both underrated as uh, baseball announcers. I think you guys have great timing, great – I think you, – well, let's put it this way. I think you have a better time announcing uh, Gator baseball than you do the, the after-game show because that's awful tough for you, man. Yeah, but you know what? That – I don't want to say this. Doing the ball game, uh, the uh, the show after a football game, sometimes is not. I, I won't use the word fun. It's it's challenging because people are talking from raw emotion. You know whether right. it's and it and it doesn't. And usually there isn't a lot of thought process to it. You know if you have a day to you know sleep on it the next. We've done some postseason shows the next day because of the lateness of a game, and the tenor of those is much different because people have had a chance yeah, to sleep uh, and, you know, it think is. about it. And when you're doing a baseball broadcast or, you know, a basketball broadcast, whatever, you're just calling the game. So it, it's a different gig. Well, and I also want to just talk about, too, just a second, this uh, ground uh, earth-shattering news today with the PGA Tour uh-huh. and live. I mean, good Lord. I mean, I, you know what? I, I guess Bill was right, huh? Maybe. Uh you know, I think that this is um, – I do think the PGA commissioner, I don't want to mention his name, but I think he crapped his pants. I think he if he overreacted to this whole live thing. He'd have calmed down and just, just said, hey, man, uh, cool off. Let's just let it play out. I think, that, I think the live may have just died off. But, you know, he kept running his mouth and guys kept leaving. And I think that – I think that uh, the Florida – I'm not going to mention his name either. The Florida State guy winning the PGA – kind of put a dagger through their heart, but I just want to know your thoughts on this. You know, I, here's the thing. I don't think it would have gone away, Liv, because of the money, right? I mean, you, we can all question, uh, you know, where the money is coming from and, you know, the human rights alleged violations of right. those people. I, I get Correct. that. And, and we could certainly, you know, and I think some people did question that. But what do those guys leave for? They left for money. Amen. Right? And so if you're the yeah. PGA, I understand their their uh, dislike of that and, and the way that another, quote, league, unquote, was just throwing money around. So at the beginning, there's going to be hard feelings. At the beginning, there's going to be, oh, yeah, well, we're the PGA, and Liv's going, oh, yeah, we're making more money. So I think calmer heads, you know, got together here. Now, what we don't know is the end result of this, right? Will there be team play? How will the PGA react in terms of changing formatically, if anything, what they do? That's what I'm interested in seeing here. Well, I talked to my buddy who knows somebody in, the, in, in Jacksonville, or in Jacksonville the, the, in the, there with works for, for the uh, commissioner, and they said that they would have four team events a year. Yeah, and that would certainly make sense, and I think it adds a little dimension, a different dimension yeah, to the so game too. of golf. I think so, too. But, again, everybody – again, I was a field guy, and now, now I'm kind of – I'm waiting for the – I'm waiting for this, my, my, this new Florida guy to come out to be my new, tra- my new generation <laughs> player. But, again, it's, it's shocking. It's shocking to see. But I do think Moynihan really peed the bed by overreacting. He really – by 
you know, taking all these guys and saying you can't ever play in the PGA Tour again. I think if he just let it calm down, I think it wouldn't be as it wouldn't have been a big a scab as it, it, it turned out to be. Yep. Well, I guess at least at least right now, all's well that ends well. Hey, Steve, have a wonderful day. Go Gators. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate the call. Rick will end the hour for us. Hi, Rick. Yeah, hey, Steve. Uh, Steve, I just wanted to weigh in publicly. Um, you know, I, I, I've always felt like you and Jeff are just <sighs> tremendous. I mean, you know, going back to, you know, listening to Gator baseball for, you know, the Bob White days, and even, you know, way back in then, I just thought you and Jeff were one of the best. And, uh, yeah, I miss it. You know, uh, and I just wanted to tell you, um, uh, it, it's different. It's just a little different, and I've always appreciated you, Steve. Good job, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yep, anytime, bro. Okay, Rick. Uh, Thanks, Steve. Yep. People are going to say, did I did I arrange? No. And and look, those guys do a fine job. Uh, you know, they listen to them, appreciate them, uh, and you know, follow them because that's who's doing it, and they deserve the support, and. Uh, I'm sure that you will give it to them. But I, I thank you for saying that. And, look, I, I've said this. I'm going to say it one more time and just drop it. I, if, I, if I had my druthers, I'd, I would be doing the games, but I'm not. It's hard not to. Um, but that's just how it is. Um, okay, uh, a couple of emails here. Don't forget, South Carolina baseball coach Mark Kingston uh, will join us at the bottom of the hour. He'll be with us live here by the way, did you see this? Uh, the Jags, I think it's tomorrow, are going to debut to the public uh, the first look at their designs for their stadium of the future. That's going to be tomorrow. Um, and I think they call it firstdowntownjacksonville.com. I think is what they call this. Um, and it's going to be uh, a video visualization and renderings of the project. So for anybody who may be a Jags fan or maybe want to take a look at what might be happening, you know, with that, uh, tomorrow you may get your first chance to uh, actually see that. So that'll be interesting. Uh, a couple of more emails here. Sam says, uh, I'm a big golf fan. I'm glad to see... The two sides come together, and maybe the proverbial hatchet will become unburied. Yeah, it got a little personal f- for some people. And, you know, look, I want to say this. This is not the first time. Look look at the NFL and the AFL. It took longer. It took a decade. But those leagues merged. The ABA and the NBA merged. The World Hockey Association and the, and the NHL had teams come into the league. So this is this sort of the same thing, just not on a, quote, you know, team basis. But I'm glad. It, it, it's, I, I never, I always wanted to see the best golfers in the world at whatever event it was, not just the majors. And... Because of that, you know, look at the Memorial, right, or some of the other tournaments where, you know, players in live could not play. Well, hopefully now that all gets fixed up and the lawsuits from both parties go away 
As I said earlier, I'm anxious to see the team events, what the PGA does, and and make the sport uh, even more fun to watch. I just wish they could make me play the sport better, but I'm way past that. That's our first hour. Again, our thanks to our guest, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus, Mark Etheridge from D1 Baseball for being here. Uh, Tomorrow, Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus is going to be here to talk college football. And we'll talk to South Carolina baseball coach Mark Kingston at the bottom of the 1 o'clock hour. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking about the delicious food at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's key lime shake season. If you've never had their hand-spun artisan dairy shake, you're missing out. Try the herb chicken burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, Florida-raised beef, the original Big Dick with hot fries. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondell's.com. Open seven days a week at Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Visit online at DickMondell's.com. The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Zach is producing it. We thank you for making time out of your busy Tuesday to join us. Um, We'll take your phone calls, questions, and comments, as we always do. If you have a thought about the PGA Tour and live golf, kumbayaing, coming together, Uh, the regionals, anything else, 392-8255. 
Email srussell at wruf.com. Tony Bats lead off an hour or two. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Hey. Uh, Steve, man. State of baseball. A few things, man. The Wyatt Langford double steal. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it, it happened about right in front of me. I'm about seven rows behind the third base uh, dugout. And I started yelling, what are – and I was about to say, what are you doing? Until I realized the third baseman was chasing him with the ball. Um, one of the most amazing plays, heads-up play I've ever seen in person, man. Well, what that you know, is, that Tony, that's scouting, that's, re- that's film study, that's recognition of the shift and where you know somebody is defensively. That's just that's just heads up. I you know that you just there's no other way to say it. That's just heads up and a and a really good play. Yeah, man, what a ball player, dude! Just a ball player type of play. Uh, Steve, the moment of that game yesterday was when uh, Tech brought in their uh, shutdown closer, Brandon Beckel. They bring him in to hold the deficit at three nothing. And the Gators turned around and doubled it to 6-0 in that very inning. I turned towards the guys next to me. I'm like, it's over, man, because that's a psychological killer right there. Uh, you add that to go along with the heat. And the only thing that was going to save Tech at that time was another rain delay like last year. you know. And uh, fortunately for us, it wasn't in the cards. And, uh, but that was a huge moment in that ball game. Uh, fortunately, the Gators were able to close it out because I thought the story of the regional, unfortunately, was going to be the weather again. But this case, the wind blowing in. Mark Eckridge is spot on. Our offense depends 95% on the long ball. And you can't change it like in a two- or three-game set. Everybody around me was, why aren't they just, you know, playing small ball? And I'm like, well, they played home run ball the entire season. You can't change it like in two games. Um, but, heck, Steve, for the, those two BT home runs yesterday, the first one, the flag, which I was watching the flag in left center, old glory. I was watching it more than probably the baseball game sometimes. The flag was dead still for BT's first homer. And for the one down the line, not that it would have mattered much, but the wind actually was blowing to right just a little bit at that very moment. So, uh, you know, like old coach Spur used to say, you know, God was smiling on the Gators at those uh, moments, man. So it felt good. A great win. South Carolina is going to be a tough one. You're going to have that coach coming on. They're playing the type of baseball that they're playing in the, in the beginning of the season, Steve. So it's going to be a tough, tough series, man. But looking forward to it. You know, a couple of things about yesterday, because uh, I was on the first base side. I I don't know that heat because you know the team's from Texas. It's hot yeah. there, so I don't know if that affected them. But what I thought in this series. And it just so happened to prove, I didn't think Tech was a good offensive team. And if Florida could pitch, they would have a great chance to win. And that's exactly what happened because Tech is not, you know, they don't do a lot of things great. And they would have, they would have had to have beaten Florida in the fashion they did earlier five to four, you know, four to, th- they're not going to, they're not going to beat Florida 12 to 10. They're just not. And so those three runs yesterday were huge. And to your point, when it was six, game over. Game over. Yeah. Yeah, game, man. Yeah. You know what I I thought that they're actually a pretty good offensive team, man. They led the Big 12. Yeah. Pretty much every offensive I, But staff. just matching up against, my point, yeah. in, in my opinion, matching up against Florida 
and the way that they pitch, I didn't think they'd be very successful. I just didn't. And, it, you know, for once in my life, I was right. Uh, it could have been certainly wrong. They might have scored 13 runs, and, you know, I'd have looked like an idiot. But I just didn't think from a matchup, watching them in game one, I just didn't think they were going to score a lot of runs if Florida pitched it right. Yeah, and they sure did. They sure pitched it right, man. Kate and Ryan were, uh, were lights out, so credit to them, man. All right, Steve, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Thank you, Tony. I don't want to say, you know, somebody emailed earlier and said that Cade Fisher saved Florida's season. I don't know that you can go that far, but I certainly get it. I mean, I, he and Slater were terrific, terrific. And that's what, that's what you need <clears throat> to be successful. And all of a sudden, you know, there they are. It's really, really a cool thing. Uh, okay, we'll get your questions, calls, and comments now, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Philip says Gator's got a third consecutive do-or-die win. Great uh, way to overcome adversity early. Uh, how big was it for Florida to advance to a Super for the first time since 2018? Well, if they don't, if they don't, here's the flip side of this coin. Everybody now is happy, right? You win at home. You, you came back to win. The pitching was really good. Florida loses here. Well, now you haven't gone to a Super since 2018. You've lost again a regional at home. That, that is the, the margin that sometimes we deal with here in things like this. Okay, In just one series, just one series, it, it changes like that from disappointment to, you know, Florida hasn't gone to a Super in five years to now they're in a Super with a chance <clears throat> to go back to Omaha. Mike, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. How you doing, bud? Good. I have to say, a few weeks ago, I would have never thought that this pitching staff could have made it through tournament-type ball because they just weren't consistent enough. But, boy, he had some peaking at the right time. And then to get starter depth like we've seen uh, is in, in a long term, it is really uh, important too. So um, I should have just trusted in Sully uh, that he was going to turn it around at the end of the year like this. But that, the pitching was brilliant. I think BT is the most valuable player on this team during the, the tournament. So, I mean, it, it, the fire he plays with, uh, I think, is kind of like the heart and soul of the team. Yeah, I mean, you could. Langford is too. I mean, there's guys that are like that. Um, he is a very streaky player. You know, he's prone to slumps, but then yeah. gets a big hit, you know, when you need it. He's been kind of like that. And remember, here's a kid who's not going to play pro baseball. He's done after after this. He's finished. Um, so, you know, great for him to get, you know, more games here, especially at home and you know, to your point about Sully, his track record is there, Mike. That that's yeah. the that's the beauty of this. That you know, he knows pitching. Is he perfect? Of course not. Nobody is, but you know, we've seen the progress 
that's been made. And I, I think you just have to look no further than Fisher and Slater, you know, who don't normally start, who go out there and pitch lights out. That's a credit to them and a credit to, you know, the, the Florida the pitching coach and to Sully. And another thing, you know, there's some college teams that just wear their arms out. All they care about is them pitching in college and don't worry about their future. He really, I think, protects players' arms and is, you know, very thoughtful about that. And I appreciate the, you know, it, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to do. Sometimes, well, man, I, I'll just leave him out there another inning because he's doing so well. But you know that could cause some long-term problems. And uh, I think he's got a conscience. He does things the right way. And I always admire that in, in anybody. Uh, and, Steve, I wanted to tell you, I know it's kind of embarrassing to tell you, but, man, I love you calling games. Uh, you stick on the game. It's, it's not about trying to get people to do the wave, send tweets out and stuff. You're just calling the game. And, and no, it, what is is is. But I just want to tell you how much I appreciate listening to you this year and for how many years now, Steve? Like 30 or 40 years you calling games? Uh, but it's been a long time. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll always be the voice of Gator Baseball to me. All right, Mike, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Peyton says, why are so many individualistic sports like golf trying to do a team element? Even pro rodeo circuits doing teams now. Peyton, you know, if that's, I'll, I'll accept that as truth. I don't know that. Um, well, my own, maybe a real golf head can answer that better than me. But you always try to improve, right? I mean, as great a game as baseball is, rules are different, right? You, you adapt. Any sport adapts. Well, and, and golf is not going to do teams at every event. It'll, to your word, it'll be an element of the sport. So look at the Ryder Cup, right? Those things. So there already is that sort of element to it. But I think like any other sport, Peyton, you evolve, you change, and you know you try to do what you think is best for the sport. David, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Good. It's pretty good to be a Gator this week, isn't it? Uh, been, there's been worse weeks for that, yes. A <laughs> couple of comments and questions. Uh, let me start out with this. Uh, when, I'll, when we're done, I want you to re-explain the home team kind of designation rule. I don't know how we get, a, get to where a host is not the home team throughout. Um, that I can do that uh, right because that's just done in every regional. You don't just because you host doesn't mean you're the home team all the time. Is there a rationale with that? What is yeah? It, it, they because you want to make it where you know sometimes it's a coin flip, um, but both teams are in a regional, and just because you're home doesn't guarantee you like in pro sports, you know the home the home field advantage or the home you know hitting last all the time. So let me pay you a compliment and ask you another question. I think you and uh, and Jeff are a great announcing team, kind of a yin and a yang that is uh, that is uh, meets all the metrics and stuff. And uh, I think that Sean uh, stepped right into football with an outstanding success, and in ba- basketball as well. But he hasn't hit a, uh, what I would call the the right equilibrium of of being there and. Um, who is the, who's in charge of 
picking uh, your announcing crews? Is that Hub Brown, or where does that? Who's the higher ups in charge of? That? No, no, no. That's that's the athletic association that does that. They. Oh, they, it is. So yes. it's kind of kind of comes from Scott and stuff. Well, he doesn't do it directly. Um, there's somebody who is an, who oversees that, um, who gives us, you know, gives Sean, gives Jeff, gives Eric, gives me our schedules. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I've not been privileged to do any of the television broadcasts. So um, yeah. many times, uh, let's just say, for instance, um, Sean and Jeff are doing the, 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 the TV. Well, then usually yeah. Eric and I will do it. Sometimes Sean yeah. and Nick will do TV, and, yeah. and then yeah. Jeff and I would, would do. So, I mean, it just depends, you know, but that's the, the UAA assigns that. I, I think it, uh, that is your uh, ultimate portray. And over the many, many decades that I've been listening to, when you're energized by a guest or a baseball game, there's nobody better in the business. And I, I just think highly of you in that regard. Uh, and, and you just – you and Jeff work out well. Um, finally, I think – let me ask you your opinion of this, too. I think Sully is out, obviously always an outstanding coach, but I think he's coaching a little differently this year, and especially in the postseason and in, in the second half of the season, with our team with regards to flexibility of things they're uh, uh, they're doing – moving guys around, changing things up a little bit, not being afraid to bunt, even though we haven't been all that successful, we're doing it. And clearly we need to work more at it, but it creates a threat situation uh, in my mind. you have any thoughts there? Yeah, I, I don't know that – I think each year, depending on your team and the makeup of your team and, you know, where you are, you, you do things based on what you think is obviously best at that time. For example, he, he moved Cade Curlin at one point when he was struggling at the top of the order. He's struggling now. Right. Could, right. You, could right. you put Langford there? That's certainly a yeah. possibility going forward. Robertson, you know, hasn't played because he's struggling at the plate. He, he gave Ty Evans a lot of room, and Ty started out great but didn't hit, so he took him out and put Shelnut right. in. That's been a pretty good you know, an insertion in the lineup. Heyman as well. Uh, yeah. David, look, when you hit, you find a place in the lineup. You always yeah. do. And so yeah. he's juggled that, you know, a little bit more, and I think he's done overall a really good job of doing that. He has. He has. Well, I've, I've allowed uh, a lot of my slot of time. Thanks for yours, and uh, uh, I hope it's a great weekend for us. Okay, David, thank you. 117 time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Mark Kingston, the South Carolina coach, joins us in 10 minutes. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Kevin Martinez. Gator Baseball punched their ticket to advance to the Super Regionals that begin on Friday, where the Gators will host South Carolina in a three-game series. Florida struggled against the Gamecocks this season, so they will be looking to bounce back. In unexpected news, the PGA and rival company Live Golf have agreed to merge. The Saudi Arabian-backed company agreed the deal will help grow the sport globally. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Minnesota Twins tonight to start their three-game series. The Rays currently hold first place in the AL East coming into the game. Coverage for that game will be right here at 6 p.m. And lastly, 
former Gator defensive tackle Brad Culpepper has been nominated for the College Football Hall of Fame. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, if you bank at the place I've been banking for over 30 years, if you're a Florida healthcare worker, this is the place for you. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. And of course, with the summer here, vacation time's coming up. And if you'd like a little more cash in your pocket, and who wouldn't, for that family trip or maybe to upgrade your backyard staycation area, well, you're in luck. Because right now, my HCFCU has a summer skip-a-pay offer for your July loan payment. Just go online at myhcfcu.org and click on the summer skip-a-pay link. Complete it, return the form by the deadline date to the credit union, and you're all set. It is just that easy. Keep the extra cash and make summer just a little bit sweeter. Another example of the perks and friendly people you'll find at my Healthcare Federal Credit Union. Again, for more information, just go to myhcfcu.org, myhcfcu.org. Eating good is about more than just tasty food. Eating good is about doing good, too. And that's exactly what Fresh from Florida is all about. Supporting local Florida farmers, creating jobs in our communities, and of course, making sure you can enjoy all the fresh flavors Florida has to offer. Because produce tastes better when it's grown closer to home. So eat good tonight. Look for the sunny Fresh from Florida logo where you shop. Learn more at followfreshfromflorida.com. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence, and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth, because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. You know our partners, TireRack.com. You know, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. 
At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. The Gators. It is a swing and a miss. He got him. And the Gators got themselves a Gainesville Regional Championship for the first time since 2018. The Gamecocks. <laughs> a trip to Omaha is on the line. Coverage of the Gainesville Super Regional begins Friday evening at 555. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. All right, welcome back. Before Carolina baseball coach Mark Kingston joins us, time for you to call us up, 392-8255. You can also email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Somebody asked about, I think I'm correct in this, and I, as many games as I've done with these things, I should know this. But um, in other words, if you're if Texas Tech is playing uh, Florida, you know why isn't Florida the home team all the time? Because they're a higher seed. Uh, well, look, first round, the higher seeded team is home. After the first round, the team that was home the least times is home. When both have been at home an equal number of times, you flip a coin. I, I, somebody can correct me on that, but I believe that's the way it is done. Uh, let me get uh, Paul here. He says, uh, people should know when you weren't on yesterday, you were at the game. I introduced myself. Yep, you did. Um, I watched you. You were definitely cheering for the Gators. Look, you know, you, when you do the games of a team, you get to know the kids a little bit, certainly the coaches. Um, you know, I don't get a chance to be a fan much uh, because I'm doing the broadcast and you want to be as, you know, level-headed with that as you can be. Uh, but it was really, really good uh, to see Florida do so well. And, Paul, thank you for coming up and saying hello. Jeff says, I think one of the turning points of the Gator season was the emergence of Slater as a reliable middle reliever and midweek starter. He brought stability to the staff and gave Sully options to work within the pen. I agree. Doubtful of his abilities after last year, but he's really developed and gained confidence. Caglione also has helped complete the staff, but with his inconsistency, it makes having Slater even more valuable. Um, he said, I want to compliment you and Jeff and Sean for being the best group of baseball announcers a college fan could ask for. Uh, love your solid delivery and familiarity of your voice, Jeff's passion for the game, and Sean brings a different spin, and Eric is great also. Yep, we have fun doing those. Um, Mike, I'm going to have to ask you to call back because I've got Mark Kingston coming on, and I want to get him on. 126 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimar Hall the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Interest rates may be going up everywhere else, but at International Diamond Center, we've got the relief you need. We've slashed interest rates down to zero for five whole years. So you can get that $6,000 designer ring and pay just $100 a month. A $3,000 pair of diamond earrings, just $50 a month. Bands, bracelets, designer jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Buy now and spread your payments over five years without a diamond interest. It's the easiest and smartest way to buy. Now for a limited time at IDC. Get the lowest interest rate on the planet right now at International Diamond Center, 0% for five whole years. That's right. Instead of 7%, 12%, or 22%, IDC has rolled back to 0% interest financing. How about a $12,000 GIA certified diamond for just 200 bucks a month? Yep, all hand-picked diamonds are included in this incredible offer so you can go big. All fine designer jewelry, all colored gemstones, five years, zero interest financing, now through July 2nd, only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point on approved credit. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change, too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change anytime. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. High pressure builds overhead today. That means lots of sunshine throughout the afternoon and into the evening. And temperatures warming on up. Highs today in the upper 80s and lower 90s with a very isolated chance for a stray afternoon shower or thunderstorm. Tonight, partly cloudy skies becoming more humid tomorrow morning. Lows near 70. Highs tomorrow afternoon in the upper 80s with scattered afternoon storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Former NFL executive got two ones for Key, Mike Tannenbaum. Great trade. Thanks. What trade, Jay? Huh? That wasn't a great trade. No. They're still trying to replace him. 
I went on to win a Super Bowl, they went home. Well, they didn't win a Super Bowl, but they had playoff success, and you got to win a Super Bowl. In retrospect, you're glad he traded you or not. We got to go to break. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, Super Regional time here in Gainesville here this weekend as two SEC foes will go at it. Florida will host South Carolina, coached by my next guest, live with us, Mark Kingston. Mark, thank you for doing this. Congratulations for winning the regional. Uh, if this season was, uh, you know, an analogy, it's been an up and down, you know, Ferris wheel, up and down kind of season. Uh, quite a roller coaster ride here for you. Well, it's been a tale of two cities. There's no question about it. If you want an analogy, we've we've been at one point one of the best teams in the country, uh, and then we battled a ton of injuries, and we were just fighting to win games at that point. So it definitely has been two two identities for us. But uh, now, as we're towards the end, I'm hoping we're at least somewhat closer to being a pretty good team. Um, injury wise, you did get some guys back. How healthy are you uh, in terms of you know coming here for the Super Regional? Uh, about as healthy as we've been in at least a month. So we've gotten some guys back uh, that have helped us. And, you know, uh, we're not at full strength yet, but we're about as close as we've been in a while. Uh, you did so well offensively in your regional. Uh, what were some keys to your success in winning that? Well, we just, again, it's like every team will tell you, we took good at bats. Um, you know, we, we stayed within the strike zone, and uh, we were just able to put a nine-man lineup out there that had, you know, quality players we with with the injuries we had we were playing some guys that weren't quite ready to play at this level um and that's okay you know we all have different degrees of depth um but having some of our key players back has definitely been definitely been an improvement for us sanders was hurt obviously and then uh, over the weekend relieved for you a couple of times i think he went three innings his last time out would he be back as a starter is he there yet he he's Everything's on the table with Will. Uh, we're not sure, quite sure how we're going to use him, but everything is on the table with him. He could he could start. He could be out of the bullpen. We we haven't made that determination yet. Um, one of the things that was interesting to me, Coach, is you know what happens earlier in the year, whether you sweep or lose. Does that series have any bearing on what happens this weekend? I don't think so. I mean, it's a different venue. It's a different time of the year. There's going to be different players, so. I think there's very little. I think there's very little that you take from that series that you know you can apply to this series. Other than that, you know their superstars will be playing and our stars will be playing for the most part. And whoever plays better this weekend um, will get to go to Omaha. Is your lineup deeper now, perhaps, than what it was earlier in the year? Uh, it's it's probably a little debatable. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think it depends on who you ask, but I think we are. We've settled into uh, a group right now that's probably, you know, towards the towards the higher end of what our full, full capacity would be. Uh, when you look at your pitching staff as as an entity uh, in its entirety, you have battled some injuries there too. But coming into this series, assess where you think your pitching is now, Mark. 
Uh, I would say the same is, is what I would say about our offense. It's probably the best shape we've been in about a month. Um, because Sanders is back, that allows us to move some guys around and not have to overexpose guys and use them too much. Uh, so, I, again, I think we're in, I think we're in uh, about as good a place as we could be at this time of the year. Noah Hall was lost for the year, um, and so that was a huge, huge loss for us. He was, he was our best starting pitcher, so that was a loss, and he won't return this year. Um, but for the most part, um, you know, most of our pitchers will be available. Um, when a, if, if Gator fans haven't seen your team in a while, who's been playing well for you here of late that you could point out to? Well, Gavin Cassis was the regional MVP. You know, Will McGillis came back and, and, uh, at, and was reinserted at the top of the lineup, and he had a nice regional. So we had a lot of guys step up in the regional. Um, you know, I think we're, we're kind of, we don't have – uh, you know, superstar first rounder like Caglione, like Florida has. I think we're we're one of those teams that's just a, a good collection of parts. And when you put them all together, um, you have a, a good ball club. Um, uh, I think we have a, re- a lot of really good, solid players that, and a lot of them will get to play pro ball. Um, but a Caglione type is is obviously that's pretty special. And Petri probably for us is our closest thing to that as a freshman. Uh, but uh, you know, again, we're we're a lineup that just needs to pass the baton and take quality bats throughout. I'm going to ask this of you, and I don't know if this is the right word to use, Mark, but given where you ended up, I mean, you, I think anybody would say going to a Super Regional is, is successful, but how has this season been for you personally? Well, it's been challenging. You know, we, at one point we were 34-6, and six and people were calling us the best team in the land. And it was probably justified the way we were playing at that point because we had the third best DRA in the country. We were leading the country in home runs at that point, you know. And then the then the floor kind of caved in, or the ceiling caved in. I'm not sure what <laughs> in that expression. Wait, is it the floor or the ceiling? I guess the in? ceiling must have caved in. Yeah. <laughs> well, it felt like the floor did as well under the <laughs> under the, uh, under the weight. Um, but yeah, then then we lost our shortstop. We lost our second baseman. We lost our third baseman. We had to move our catcher to play third. So now your your second catcher is catch. I mean, it's just. We were a shadow of our of ourselves, and and it was a battle. So you know, I just think it's it's been a challenge, but we weathered the storm. We didn't let the ship sink, and we still found a way to host a regional. Uh, and then we played very well in our regional. So um, now we're on our way to Gainesville. Let me end with this, Mark. Uh, do you see anything differently in this Gator team now than what you might have seen when they came there last time? I just think it's extremely talented, and we've always known that. They've got three first-rounders in the rotation. They've got first-rounders in their offensive lineup. They're athletic on defense. Just a real, it's a, it's a tough team to prepare for, and it's a tough team to play. So, um, you know, we respect what they do. We're going to give it everything we got. And like I said earlier, whoever plays best for two or three days is going to get to go to Omaha. I have to think one last thing. When you got your team, Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee, LSU, you know, all in supers playing the league schedule. I mean, you, you don't like to lose games, obviously, but does that benefit you in the long run? Well, it sure did this past weekend because I can tell you this past weekend, after you play LSU for a weekend and Florida for a weekend and Vanderbilt for a weekend and Arkansas for a weekend and Tennessee for a weekend, when they send these regional teams to you, it doesn't feel quite as imposing. And so for all of us in our league, we played 10 weeks in the regular season against each other. Uh, and then we went to the conference tournament and played each other. So it was 11 weeks of just beating the hell out of each other. 
<laughs> I think you know when you get to a regional, you almost you almost it's not like you can catch your breath, but it almost feels like okay, we're not facing Dolander this weekend, we're not facing Schemes this weekend, you know, and on and on. So it gives you confidence that you can have success, and I think you know you've seen that with most of the teams in our league having success in the postseason, and I just think it prepares you. Uh, I I wish the SEC teams didn't have to be matched up in super regionals against each other because I think you have six Omaha teams left that are playing out of the SEC, but a couple of us are going to be playing each other, so we all can't get to Omaha. But if you have six Omaha teams left out of the SEC, and you know probably only four will get there. Coach, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know you know things are hectic for you. Thank you for taking time and a safe journey down here. Thank you. My pleasure. You got it, Mark. Thank you. Mark Kingston, live with us here, coach at South Carolina. Uh, all right. We will uh, open the phone lines and the emails for the rest of the day, 392-8255. And, again, you can email the program at uh, srussell at wruf.com. It has been. If you, if you go look at uh, the entirety of their year, uh, it has been a roller coaster ride for them. There is no doubt. Uh, about that and I think he makes a great point that not that there aren't you know other good teams around the country and I I, I gotta tell you kind of called this one Southern Miss was a dangerous team and they're in a in a super but it, it, but you can kind of see his point that you know when you play the gamut in the league and all of a sudden you get these other teams not that they're not good they're good because they've gotten there but you know I I, I do see his point when it comes to that Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Got a couple of college baseball questions for you and a football scheduling question real quick. Mm -hmm. I think I know the answer to my question, but I want to double-check you. Does college baseball have an integrity problem? Competition integrity. In what sense? Why in the world are Florida and South Carolina playing to go to Omaha? Because that's where they were slotted in regionals. Right, but they they see – I know how that goes – Cities put a bid in, smoke filled rooms, money, k- kabuki theater. But um, why don't they just seat at 1 through 64? Well, think about this. The way it is now, right, I, 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 and I agree with what he just said. It is unfortunate. But if you have as many teams from a league, it's hard to match up elsewhere. So you're going to probably get that. And remember, this is set up way before this happens. You knew this was going to be a possibility. So now you're saying to a committee, there's so many teams from X League, then we got to figure out how we can slot it, even though it may not be a true seed, but we're going to slot it so these two, these two teams in the same league don't play each other. That's, that's tough to do. Well, I'm assuming either UF and or the city of Gainesville and USC and or the city of Columbia put a bid in, and there's money in that bid, and somebody somewhere said it, it what, doesn't. It doesn't deal? go like that. It goes by seed. It goes by higher seed. Okay, so if that's the case, why Florida and South Carolina both probably deserve to be in Omaha, and why is Tennessee getting Southern Miss? Because that is, I'm going to say this again. Go back and look at the regional pairings. Okay. When Florida is number two and South Carolina is number 15, that's who plays each other if it's chalk. That's the way this works. 
Well, I personally, I mean, everybody's got an opinion. I think I think the sport needs to clean it up and seed one through sixty-four. That's just my personal opinion. Hey, Steve, another second question with Vanderbilt with the NIL has that leveled the playing field for non-Vanderbilt teams? Like Vanderbilt, we all know had the two full rides on the minority scholarships and all the funny money with the Pell grants. Has NIL leveled the playing field for the rest of the league with Vanderbilt when it comes to baseball? I don't know enough about the other teams in baseball to answer that. I, I don't know what the NIL deals are at Arkansas or Missouri or anywhere else, so I'm, I can't answer that. Well, Gentry Estes, who's the lead writer for the National Tennessean, has pretty much said that NIL has decapitated Vanderbilt because um, everybody else used to play by 11.7, and Vanderbilt had 13.7 plus, plus funny money with, with Pell, and it sounds like that edge is gone. Well, it's certainly evened out, I, I would say, but I, you know, I'll use the word you just used. I mean, Vanderbilt did make a regional, so it isn't like they have fallen yeah, off the but, face but, of well, them. I, I, I thought it, Jeff, but Jeff said in the old days there was never such thing as 100% full ride in college baseball, and Vanderbilt had two of those. Hey, last question for you, Steve. Is the schedule set now with, with football? Is Tennessee going to get Vanderbilt for two years? Locked in? It's not set yet. They're going to make the reveal on June 14th. So, who's, so I guess uh, who's going to get Mississippi State? I guess Kiffin? You would think that. Be- yeah, you would think Florida, Georgia. You would think the Egg Bowl. Yes. Speaking of unfair, and once again, nobody ever said life is fair. Doesn't sound too fair, does it? Why not? Well, why, why do we even need a fixed team? Why don't we just do like a Wheel of Fortune and make it a total rotator? Because it's a it's not a schedule that's going to be lasting for very long, number one, because you have other teams coming in the league. It's going to change. Well, I mean – Steve, you're not a dummy. You've you got to realize it's not good for Tennessee playing Vanderbilt while you guys are playing Georgia every year. But that's a short-term thing, Mike. It's not the entire no, well, schedule. Well, we don't know that it's a short-term thing. Yes, we do. Deal. Yes, no, we do. Gonna, the schedule will change. They're going to revisit it in two years, right? The schedule will change. When Oklahoma and Texas come to the league, That's in revisit. 24. That's in one year. Yeah, but you don't have a crystal ball. You don't know it's going to change at all. It has to change because more teams are in the league, Mike. Don't be stupid. Why didn't they go to nine teams now? What games? Nine games now? Then ask the SEC that. Don't ask me that. Uh, Steve, I don't think you have any more answers than I do. Hang in there, Mike. Uh, guess what? If I if, then uh, if you don't like the answer, that's tough. Those are my answers, Mike. But I would say to you, my friend, if you're still listening, get a brain, get some common sense, have facts before you call and show ignorance because all you had to do was look at what the schedule was was how it was made it is a one year deal personally i will tell you this i don't like the fact they haven't gone to nine but i also understand in talking to a couple of athletic directors off the record that are at smaller schools they don't want to jeopardize possibly going to a bowl game because that's a bigger deal than it is if alabama goes to the Sugar Bowl, it's like ho-hum. If a small, if Kentucky went to the Sugar Bowl, they'd be dancing in the streets. So it isn't a question of having answers to it. It's a question of what has been decided. 146 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Street. 
Number two Gators baseball is crowned regional champions after defeating Texas Tech 6-0 yesterday. The Gators will face off with South Carolina in the Super Regionals in a best-of-three series with Game 1 on Friday at 6 p.m. Also in Gator news, former Florida defensive tackle Brad Culpepper has been nominated for the 2024 College Football Hall of Fame. Moving over to Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays host the Minnesota Twins tonight in the first of a three-game series. Catch coverage right here at 6. In shocking news, the PGA Tour and Live Golf have agreed to merge with the goal of unifying the game of golf on a global basis. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shreve. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Dave Ray's Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday. You wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. Your taste buds will be best buds with Dr. Pepper Float Ice Cream from Bluebell. The rich taste of creamy vanilla ice cream swirled together with the one of a kind flavor of delicious Dr. Pepper. Treat yourself to a pint or half gallon today. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Okay, we got to wrap up a Tuesday show. We'll start with Joey. Joey, what's up? Hey, Steve, how are you? Good, man. Hey, Colin, a couple of things. One's uh, the PGA and Liv um, coming together. You know, it's going to be interesting to, to see some things. I mean, I'm not looking, you know, I don't want to see like DJs and dancing girls on the first <laughs> tee, but bringing the players back is going to be good. Um, but the thing that struck me first when I read the headline this morning was the irreparable damage that's been done to some of the relationships between these players. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the last year and a half, they've just been going back and forth. I mean, they've made a mockery of uh, Rory 
all the things Tiger said, all the things Phil said. I mean, that's just a dynamic that I'm curious to see. Can these relationships be healed, you know, for four times a year? Will they be able to put teams together? You know, it's a great point. And I think what's going to happen, if I had to guess, would be just kind of what you alluded to, Joey, in that this is if, if the powers that be of the PGA and live got together to merge, then hopefully the players will do the same and sort of, you know, bury the hatchet, however you want to say it, and move on. Because I think they're going to have to do that, to your point, if you're going to do team golf in some way, shape, or form, you don't want to have that happen with acrimony. And so the hope is, I think, that they will bury the hatchet here. But maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting dynamic. The other thing, I've heard Jeff talk before about, you know, when you leave college and go into the minors, you know, you're riding in a bus between games and, you you know, you no longer have nutrition and, and uh, fitness coaches and, you know, your accommodations go way down, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think there's any chance that Wyatt would take that into consideration? Because he's only a sophomore, correct? No, he's he's going to go because he's going to be a first-round draft choice. And, and you don't know what happens in terms of injury, uh, anything like that. So he uh, – I mean, look, anything is possible – but I would be utterly stunned if that doesn't happen. Yeah, you're probably right. I guess it's just wishful thinking. All right, Steve, have a good day. Thank yep, you. Thank you. And the other thing is, I don't care how highly you're drafted or when you're drafted, 99% of those players are playing in rookie ball. That's just how that system is. David, welcome to Sports Scene. Good afternoon, Steve. First off, congrats to our Gator baseball team. Great job this weekend. Hey, Steve, uh, the Netflix documentary that's coming out, I think it's going to be coming out in August. Yep. Uh, you know, they say all publicity is good publicity, but I'm not sure that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be a hatchet job. Obviously, that was a great time during Gator football, but we all know there were some things going on behind the scenes that probably weren't as pleasant. Were you interviewed for that, Steve? No, I never get interviewed for that. Um, and that's always kind of, I'll be perfectly frank here, that's always kind of stuck in my craw a bit. Um, but what happens is, um, and I don't know who was or wasn't interviewed for this, and I'm, I'm not taking nothing away from Pat in this case, but th- if you notice in these things, it's mostly print people. It's mostly, you know, newspaper people that are interviewed and never people that, you know, do something like this who may have a longer tenure of watching a team uh, but didn't, you know, was not on the newspaper side. That's always kind of stuck on my crawl a little bit. Yeah, I thought I thought Pat had mentioned that he was interviewed, and you're correct, um, on both counts. One, they, they typically interview print people, but two – Someone like you, who I think may have uh, even more personal connections with a lot of these coaches and players and and things of that nature. So it is kind of interesting that they uh, didn't interview you. Uh, During that period of time, was the young man that left the program and ended up taking his life, was he a part of that uh, team or that era? I think his last name was Avery. 
and I'm not sure if he was the one that got in the fight with uh, with uh, our great running back. I can't even think of his name right now, but um, I know that was kind of a, a dark period. Well, let's take a look at what your first premise was, David. I think anybody who was doing uh, a series like this is not going to just take the, you know, everything that was good about it because you're looking at the, in my opinion, you're looking at the entire spectrum, right? And I think Netflix would do a disservice, frankly, if it didn't go into some of the things that were occurring, you know, off the field at the time as well, because we all know there were. I mean, I think most of the spotlight will go on, you know, how great those teams were, and obviously the the wins and losses speak for themselves, but I think they would do a disservice, especially to people who aren't Gator fans who would watch that because you want to give the complete picture of what was going on at the time. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think that will make it more compelling for especially for people who are not Gator fans. I envision it to be something like the Miami Hurricanes 30 for 30 type documentary where they they peeled back the layers of the onion. Have a great day, Steve. Yep, thank you, David. It'll be fun. I know, I know Urban, I ran into Urban here on campus, and I said, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, I'm being interviewed. And it was for this. And, you know, so next time let me know so we can go have, you know, something to eat. Um, and he just literally came into town and came out. But it, I think it's going to be uh, sometime in August uh, that this is going to be done. All right. Uh, Glennon Ocala says the NCAA is totally inconsistent in making decisions. Indiana State's denied the opportunity to host a Super Regional because of lack of rooms. That's not, necess- that's not totally the issue here uh, because you said they gave Kentucky a, a Nationals even though they had no rooms available. They got to stay in dorms. Part of the problem here, Glenn, is that they don't have the staffing to do it because Indiana State apparently helps staff the event that's coming in. They would not have enough people. They could go to a different venue to do it, but they don't have enough people to staff it, as I understand it. So it isn't because they don't have uh, rooms, uh, at least in, in uh, that's, just, that's part of it. Uh, Drew says... All the love being given to the starters and the bullpen guys. Wanted to give a quick shout-out to Nick Ficarota. Struggled a bit this year. His last outing against Vandy wasn't good, but he got us some huge outs to finish the UConn game, helped preserve the rest of the bullpen for the last two games. The way games can snowball, I don't think the value of his contribution this weekend can be overstated. Uh, James says, The live merger, the PGA really surprised me. Think the PGA's lost some interest in some fans due to top players moving over to live. Hope the merger will bring some of the live players back to tour events. That's the I think that's the hope. And you know what? I will say this. At least for the major tournaments, you know, most of the big names were here. But, yeah, if you're just watching the Byron Nelson Classic or the Memorial, you know, Nicholas's tournament, and you don't get the, the you know, all the big names there, yeah, that, that takes away a little bit from that. I agree. Jonesy says uh, with a... Uh, Florida State softball team against Oklahoma. Oklahoma, 51-0, what a tough task. But how about them Knowles? you think they have a chance to pull it off? Of course they do. They have a chance. But I don't think they can beat Oklahoma two out of three. I think they have a chance to win a game, 
but I don't know that they can beat them two out of three. But Stanford played them tough. Um, it was a 4-2 game, and it was an extra inning game. So, you know, FSU has really rolled. But they, remember, early on, they played South Carolina, and they had to play an if game, and they only beat South Carolina one to nothing to advance. So sometimes it's a pitch here, a play here, that either keeps you in or gets you out. Uh, but it should be fun to watch. Our thanks today to our guests, South Carolina baseball coach Mark Kingston, joining us live here on the program. Also, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus, Mark Etheridge from D1 Baseball. Tomorrow, a Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus. Later on, going to talk about the last leg of the Kentucky Derby later on in the week and some other guests we're trying to get here, too, uh, to help you enjoy sports scene more. I enjoyed it today. Hope you did. Zach produced it. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. One CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU.